Extra Points is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook. You bet, you get with Caesars Rewards. You must be 21 or older. Welcome to Extra Points. Now here's your host, Cousin Sal, and his good, good pals, Dave Damashek and Martin Weiss. All right, welcome to the Extra Points Podcast, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network, powered by Omaha Audio. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Tuesday morning, spaghetti and meatballs fiddling with the knobs. We have babyface Joel Solomon producing this disaster of a show. And joining me as always, my dear, dear pals, Dave Damashek. Martin Weiss. Welcome back, Dave. We missed you last week. Boy, great job. Great job on that tribute to your dad. And uh, we're all feeling for you, all praying for you. And uh, really good to have you back. I really, I, You're going to have to write all my tributes from, from here on out. That was really moving and poignant <laughs> and all those things I, I'm not allowed to be or I'm not able to be. So nice job and welcome back, pal. I appreciate it, Sal. Thank you. Thanks to everybody, you know, at Extra Points and then beyond. And Omaha sent a lovely bouquet. You sent a lovely bouquet nice. over to Mo. That was nice. Eddie Spaghetti with some... Uh, some meats and cheeses and beyond. I appreciate all the kind notes. It That's the good thing, I guess, about th- these terrible things is that you realize how many people are in your corner and care about you and are worried about, you know, uh, the impact that not just uh, my old man, but my parents and my family. That's what I've realized is uh, so many notes from so many corners about the meaning my family and uh, my goofy old man and everything I had mm. had on their lives and, uh, you know, his sense of humor and everything meant to everybody. So anyway, uh, I appreciate it. Thank you. And, uh, you know, appropriately out in left field for the home run contest, uh, my old man's favorite uh, athlete of all time, Teddy Williams out yeah. there. Now your boy, number nine. And not no, I'm not wearing number nine, but your boy Harrison out there shag and fly balls. How cool was that? He was. I I pulled a few strings. I got him the shag flies in the home run derby last night. I'm in Seattle. We're we're leaving soon. I uh, you know, I want to thank our our friend John Blundell at Major League Baseball. But yeah, what a, a dream come true. He went out there. I thought he'd be nervous. I'm like, this kid's gonna go out there. He's all full of bravado, and he's gonna be hot. He's gonna be hiding in the left field corner or something. But he went out there. He caught two balls, a Julio Rodriguez pop fly and a Pete Alonzo line drive, which I did not see. He claimed he swears he did. And Alonzo, who's his favorite player, signed all of his balls before he hit him. Maybe he should have concentrated more on um, actually hitting him than signing him. But uh, they didn't <laughs> they didn't let him keep the balls. But anyway, he was delighted. He was on cloud nine after the game and thanked me. Ten to, never thanked me in his life. Even once, but um. So yeah, that was great. I lo- I like this home run derby. I think it's a a great event. Martin, you did you watch it at all? It's a lot of fun. I didn't watch it. I saw it on Instagram. I did see a kid got hit in the face with the ball yes. and was hoping that it wasn't yours. Like <laughs> that I was wasn't rooting that. <laughs> I yeah. was like, oh no, what are the odds? And then I counted them up and like, I don't know, one in seventy, something like that. It, it was about like one in seventy. All the kids on the field. It was exactly <laughs> one in seventy. Yeah, this kid, uh, poor kid, has glasses. I think he's okay. I think they followed up, but yeah, Harrison. I'm like, glad yeah, for like your. Yeah, I'm glad for your marriage that it wasn't Harrison who got. <laughs> hit because you would have laughed and your wife would not have thought that was cool for you to laugh at your own son getting hit I might have laughed yeah would have been delighted before he was even escorted off I might have uh chuckled a little <laughs> bit but <clears throat> as far as the contest itself Vlad Guerrero won it he launched monster monster shots he beat Randy Rosarena in the finals 25 to 23 Vlad's old man Shaq you know uh Vlad what the what was his name Vlad senior yeah he I won it so, in yeah. in old 07 
And uh, yeah, and uh, I, I actually bet him I had Pete to win. And then I texted the AAO guys. I'm like, boy, Vlad's really launching them in BP. And uh, yeah, four to one odds. So good job. Boy, these guys really, they they are exhausted. They need, you know, might, you may think like the timeouts are unnecessary. They're really, if you look at their follow through swings, they're all hitting themselves in the back. So the bat's hitting them in the shoulder. It's like taking a hack at a tree, like chopping down a tree like 200 times over the course of a, an hour and a half. And uh, so hats off to Vlad. Um, I guess hats off, but jackets on. I, the spaghetti, I asked you to pull pictures of this. Did you guys see the jacket they give to Vladimir, wow, Vladimir Guerrero for winning this whole thing? Look at this thing. <laughs> <laughs> the hell? What is that? That is, I feel like that's the jacket my mother gives me for Christmas. It's uh, on sale at TJ Maxx, and I have to just nod <laughs> like three or four times. I'm like, yeah, that's nice, Mom. Thanks for that. Is that, what do you think, Shaq? You're the uniformant. I, you know, uh, boy, you're, you're, yeah, I didn't see this. This is my first, okay, uh, my first glance at this thing. And uh, also, is that big Seattle me uh, medallion around his neck? That's also one of the prizes. But we're getting that. Uh, this is, I guess, like a 21st century version of getting your gold jacket or your green jacket. The, although, what it's, it looks like it's uh, a linen beige blazer yeah. with the city of Seattle painted onto the. The tail? I mean, yeah, not something the, I would go out in, but, you know, I'm not well, exactly fashion forward. The back of it has all the uh, contestants listed. And um, I don't even I don't even know if this makes for a good poster, let alone a jacket. I think Spaghetti's about to put up a, another image here. Um, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, Martin. You wouldn't wear something like that, would you? No, but you know what? It gives me the vibes of it's like, you know, when you go to Vegas and you see that one group of guys who, like, you can tell this is their one trip that year. They're going yes. to Vegas and they're, they're blazered <laughs> out, even though it's 98 right. degrees outside. It's mm -hmm. the 4th of July weekend. That's what it reminds me of. It feels like it should have just moved inland a little bit, a little further south. You would have fit right in on the strip if he was out there watching Victor Wembanyama. Wrong event this weekend. That's where he's <laughs> wrong event. That's the only problem. Yeah, look at that. Check. I, I that mean, it's disgusting. It's this, fun to this is legitimately. There's yeah. hold on. I'm sorry. There's a pair yeah. of pants that I owned in high school. Probably the ugliest things I've ever had. And several people, if they know you around that time, you know what I'm talking about. But they had every NBA team on the pair of jeans. I'm gonna see if I can find it extended, but this is what it reminds me of. It was ugly in 2007, and it's worse now. <laughs> it's such a mess. It's such a, a please check. There has to be some kind of. There has to be a difference between reward and punishment, right? This seems like something who <laughs> lost and came in last place in fantasy football would have to wear, not somebody who won the home run derby. Right. You know what? Yes, absolutely. It, uh, he does look like a human NASCAR car right. Uh, right now with all the names all over him and everything. This is, uh, yeah, it feels like a punishment. You know, it makes me think that maybe, Sal, you have kickout powers on our fantasy league. This year. It does feel like a double cross. Like, hey, look at what you get. And mm -hmm. then it says goodbye. We'll see you next year. You know, here's your uh, season yeah. off blazer for you or something like that yeah this this is hideous and uh <laughs> that's obviously it's one on one they can't give that out next year that's a right. that is a seattle specific <laughs> one let's hope that this trend dies in 2023 and does not move forward that's i agree i thought it died in 2009 
I thought it died in 2009. I, I don't want to be a hypocrite, though, because I so didn't ugly. we all have the NFL sheets? Did I mean, we slept on those. Oh, yeah. It wasn't well, that big a leap. 11? Yeah, no, but it's it's many, many years later. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's a 28-year-old man. I guess that is the difference, right? I got to say, I, if I'm Vlad, uh, congratulations, I guess, or uh, uh, I'm sorry for the jacket. But um, I give that jacket, I turn it right over to Pete Alonzo's um, pitcher for the evening, who was just absolutely horrible. I mean, this guy, and first of all, to his credit or whatever, he had to come in late. This guy's name is Aaron Myers. He was a Mets assistant. I don't even know what that means as a Mets assistant, but the original guy who was supposed to throw to Alonzo, who's a two-time champ here in the home run derby, had a forearm injury. His forearm flared up like hours before the event. And so Pete had to pick a Mets assistant, Aaron. I mean, might as well have been Mr. Met throwing at him because this guy was terrible. He couldn't find the strike zone. I think he violated the pitch clock like 11 times. And this is, I don't know if you guys watch, but the pitcher is as much to do with the success of the home run hitter in the Derby as the hitter. Uh, it was, it was comical how much this guy missed and uh, Pete lost to Rodriguez who just crushed. He His guy was the other way. Like it's about getting in a rhythm and just throwing and throwing and throwing like Mookie Betts, guy threw like one every 13 seconds. Like if he had connected on every swing, I don't think he would have won enough. So I don't know. There, there's just so much to discuss with this dumb home run. Don't derby. they? I mean, I, I've long belly ached about the uh, the four man bobsled. Um, yeah. Like in a world that has a two man bobsled, there is no need for the for the um, four man with the two guys in the middle. They do nothing. The pitcher in the home run derby has way more impact on the result than either of those bobsled oh, guys yeah. has. Right? Maybe on par with a jockey in, in, uh, in sure. when the horses are running. Right. I I think so. I, so I'm inclined like, but that guy doesn't get much reward. Right. So shouldn't it just be a pitching machine? So, so that there isn't interest, uh, you know? Yeah, that, you're right. It feels like that should be it. That that's yeah, the, take the variable out of there. Yeah. What do you think, Martin? Especially if you're trying to do, I mean, you could have robot umps. But, like, I feel like a robot pitching machine for the home run derby would have been a better option for sure. I feel like it's more analogous to the people who are throwing alley-oops in the slam dunk contest. I feel like right. a jockey's super involved. Somebody still has to hit it out of the park. Somebody still has to, like, hit the home run. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and but I do like the the human element of you can be mad at your friend or your father or whoever's throwing to you afterwards. <laughs> I just feel of, like how hard yeah. is it? How hard is it to throw batting practice? Is it, I, I guess that must be so. I feel like that should be something that major league teams have. Well, sure, Dave. It's also hard to hit three pointers and throw the ball forty yards. But I would assume that professional teams would have guys who can do this just kind of on retainer. Just I'm no, telling it's, you, it's, though, the, it's the no. rhythm, though. It's the rhythm. It's That's not, right. Yeah, yeah it, it, you got to get it fast. You got to get those out there. I'm telling you, Rodriguez had two it. pitches for every one of Betts's, uh, for sure. Yeah, isn't it um, crazy, Sal? Because I'm sure you throw you've thrown uh, countless BP to your boys. Wait till you have a son, Martin, and you start throwing the BP. You're like. Wow, it's harder to just groove it in there every time, one after the other. I, I'm I'm disappointed in my athletic ability that I yeah. can't even <laughs> achieve that anymore. You know, though, I want to say one thing. I know I always am trying to fix these all-star games and no one mm -hmm. gives a crap. Come on, how about a wiffle ball game? Wouldn't that be the best <laughs> to see these guys, to see them try and bend that wiffle ball and see if, if the big leaguers... I, you know, I don't know how you would have to modify the field, but let's see these guys play wiffle ball. I like I, that. I, that would be the best. I do like it. And then what, but what kind of pitcher? A pitcher was trying to strike them out? Uh, oh, an oh no, game? I'm the, 
Oh, no, I'd love to see the aces out there. I'd love to see what Garrett Cole could do with a wiffle ball. Yeah. I was thinking about uh, an amendment I would make or an adjustment rather. I think, and you won't see as many dingers this way, but I think they should run out the home runs. And check, I think you would like this because this adds to the, the whole decathlon uh, element of your, yes. the way you like uh, think. And yeah, because it's not a home run until you touch them all. Am I right? I mean, there's, yes. there's the hitting it. Yes, that's the hard part. But you try, <laughs> you, you sprint around the bases. Martin, you like this idea? I mean, guys will be exhausted, but fun to watch. I mean, maybe instead of taking the time out, you just jog slowly enough. Like, you know, yeah. how, like, and plus two, major part of the home run. The home run trot. Right. You never see the home run trot. Yes. Yeah, maybe there's judges, like Russian judges, um, uh, actually put up numbers for as Well, Vlad Guerrero Jr. would not have won then. If you had him if you had a no. running element to it, a jogging element, that's that, true. Yeah. yeah. He's heavy exactly. set, is what I'm saying. He gets a pinch runner as soon as he reaches first to finish out the uh, trot. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the way. Uh, I do want to comment on the park. Um T-Mobile Park. Ironically, I got no cell reception for the whole three hours. I had to wait uh, afterwards to post anything, which is annoying <laughs> in uh, 2023. But nice park, buildings in the background. You have the football stadium right there. It reminded me a little bit of Pittsburgh, Check, uh, Shame the devil I say this. But just mm. with the uh, classic um, buildings in the background, I loved it. But like I said, the football stadium right there. Aesthetically, I might say top 10 or top 12 that I've uh, been to. Now the bad part. Red hot bratwurst check. They go out of their way to say, oh, we have the reddest, we have the hottest, we have the choices of three bratwurst. And of course, that's what I did. I got off the regular hot dog line. I went for the red hot bratwurst. Only yellow mustard as an option. I hate it. I hate it. Like, what's the point? Why are you going out of your way to make red hot bratwurst? And you're going to put this crap yellow mustard out there and these big jugs for everybody to uh, dive at at the end. I don't I'm making my hot dog different. And so it should be different. Am I wrong? I mean, you're you've just you know you're you're out on the hump throwing me eighty eight mile an hour straight fastball, and I'm Aaron Judge. You're in my wheelhouse. I'm going to take a yard when mustard is the subject. Condiments. I have long spoken out against a real time saver for our society would be to just do away with yellow mustard. Period. And then when you ask for mustard, you don't have to have. The uh, the ponderous conversation with the waiter or otherwise about like, do you want the brown? You want the spice? You want the yellow? No, I want mustard and yellow Mm -hmm. mustard is second. It it, it takes second place at best to brown mustard in every circumstance. I will say that. You want, first of all, you can't do away with it altogether because it has to. It, it's for kids. Well, it's for kids. Put it in the juice box aisle or something, right? No I mean, kid I, like, I, no, what kid likes yellow yeah, mustard? Like a, they it's may not get the, may not have the taste. It's too strong. No, the spicy might be too strong for a, a seven or eight year old. But no, I, I'm, I'm with you. We get, it's, okay. it's an age thing. Once you get, but go ahead. Well, I mean, I, I think I, I've said it all now. Oh, I okay. will because I am flexible. Um, I am willing to meet everyone halfway or at least a little bit in that direction. You know, at the ball yard, I'm not going to I'm not going to get real loud about it. I make my like 17 comments and then that's the end of it. Right. About the, you know, but I will I will dip my hot pretzel into some yellow mustard if I have no better choice. I mean, that, that's what that's what I'm willing to do because uh, yeah. I'm a decent, you know. I'm flexible, as I say. But I don't gonna, like it. He's going to turn our world upside down here. He doesn't care about it. Well, I just wonder because I'm not a mustard guy. And part of the mm. reason why is because when I was an impressionable child, I was exposed to yellow mustard initially. And I was like, this stinks. 
It's nasty. Some of the things I've come to find out were mustard down the line. I was like, wait a minute. This is also considered mustard because no, it's the same thing with American cheese. Once I found out all the other different types of cheeses that existed, I was like, who would ever eat American cheese? What are we doing? But when mm-hmm. I was a child, I knew no better. And right. my parents were forcing that singles crap down my throat. Yeah, crap singles and the plastic, right? Yeah. Yeah, you might as well just well, eat the plastic. the number one in my book of like the food that suffers the most from the most popular or most common representation of it is the green bean. The green bean can be delicious. You ever go to a nice Chinese restaurant and they they whip sure. it up with the soy and put some some red pepper in there and it's delicious. But when you when you're a kid, your mom cracks that can and it stinks bad and it tastes even yeah. worse. The green bean is spoiled for most human beings. They don't even know. They met, some people go their entire lives without ever knowing the pleasure of a nice crisp green bean. I will say this, we're about to get way off topic if we're not already, but I, you know how you, you have your whole drawn butter thing, check drawn butter makes everything better. Soy sauce is right there. It's right Hmm. behind there as far as, right. I'm saying, I mean, just even in your green bean example, give me anything. If you have any, 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 any kind of like, you're like, you know, this needs to be enhanced. I don't want to put salt on it. Right. Little soy sauce. Get that. Does the trick. You're right. Um, But let me go full circle now. Let me go full circle. You know what? I think now now you have my brain spinning here. I've always considered uh, Mexican food to have the best dipping sauces. Just the Middle the Eastern food, like with the yeah, with the with the with mm-hmm. hummus and everything. But maybe Chinese restaurants, when you consider soy sauce, poison sauce, sweet and sour, hot sauce, mustard. We come and right? that's yes. what I was just about to there say the best yellow mustard. Is the hot yellow the mustard, best. although it does clean your sinuses out. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, it's basically like horseradish, right? Yeah, I, I have some. I have a little small jar in the uh, fridge. All right. Yes, this is. these are the things we talk about, Martin, when football's still um, seven, eight weeks away. What are we do? <laughs> but to put a pin no, in no it. No kidding. Either, yeah. I'll, I'll take the pin out for just one second. I'm Go sorry. ahead. Yes. I got <laughs> We're it. I got this it conversation just literally two days ago in the house. Really? What, like, yes, because it's about trying to figure out what different types of food that you can get for a dollar and also a hundred dollars, right? Like Hmm. you can get a slice of pizza for a dollar or you can get, depending on where you go. Like we went to the the restaurant in Arizona. There's very, uh, the, uh, the Bianco, Bianco, right. And you know, this rest of pizza there is very expensive, but the dollar pizza is still really good. And that pizza is still really good thinking about yeah. other foods that qualify in that category all so, right dave just think know. on it while you you know put it in maybe uh maybe a check of the year versatility uh, uh figure it out check. yes rich man, i hear your noise foods yeah sal won't it. like that yeah, that's exactly what i was thinking of rich man poor man that uh, corolla's Corolla way thing. but uh yeah. Uh, you know, sal and his fancy friend kimmel they 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 you know they, they it makes a cold chill go up their spine when i say it spaghetti too these all these new york snobs the uh i'm not saying it's good i'm saying domino's flat uh, uh, the thin the thin crust pretty you know good. it's edible it's play, good. play you, it. and Harry. you know what you and Harry. Little, you and Harry little caesar i didn't say yeah. i wouldn't rather have bianca i'm saying i it i get it pizza's, point pizza's is good. right it's i get it right that's right that's right it's a good that's combination 
it, it's a it's a it, hard to miss combination. But a bad play, it's, a, it's, a, is bad. it's a slippery slope, though. Exactly. Don't get too many people talking like that because then the you. next step is Domino's is as good as everything we just. I mentioned. just think you got to keep yeah. it on perspective. Domino's snakes on a plane. Bianco, the Godfather. You know there what I'm saying? Go. Okay. There's still movies you can good enjoy. Job. Good job. But back to the red hot brat. Don't even try T-Mobile <laughs> Stadium if you're going to do that. Honestly, without the gold, this is like Jennifer Lawrence headed to the Academy Awards in a thirty thousand dollar gown, and she puts uh, cubic zirconium earrings on. Like you just come on, do it right. You're going to do it. Do it all the way. Um, I want that you. Yes. I, what would be fun is, and this is maybe I guess this is a year away now. Eleven months. Let's. Let's use all this expanse of sportslessness next mm-hmm. summer. Let's go try all the ballpark foods. Let's make <laughs> let let let's let's do something. Mean. Let's do something mean, or just put Harry in a car now and don't let him off the road for another year until he tries every food. In a, although I don't know that I trust his opinion. Ultimately, that's no. The, the, the problem it's not, not fair to the car. Yeah, he's in the Domino's camp. Uh, I'm with it. Yeah, I missed out. Kenny Main said you have to try the crickets in the leather. There's a vendor in left field. And I was like, no, thanks. Um, that's apparently what this uh, park had to offer. Yeah, I don't need crickets. Uh, one more thing I wanted to talk about. The Astros mascot was booed and all Astros players surrounding. I noticed like they're just getting every everything's The Astros are still getting booed. When, when does this end, Martin? Like this is now. How many years is this? Is this five, six years? People really hold a grudge against these assets. None of the same, like none of the same people are involved, except for like what Altuve, <laughs> and it's that's tough. about it. Yeah, except but I kind of hope it lasts forever. <laughs> I kind of hope it lasts forever. I hope they never let up. I hope that it's a reminder that everywhere you go, <laughs> if you smirch this game that we love, we will never ever let you forget it. And right. I hope that everybody else in other leagues. Takes notice. NBA, you're on watch. NFL, you're on notice. You see how All this right. goes? So keep up. Keep up the good work. The other 29 That's teams right. in Major League Baseball. All right. Amen. That's exactly right. I'm sorry. I'm not a resident of Mount Pius. I've made a trip or two up there, though. And the view is quite lovely as you look down on everybody else. And I think that the Astros, if any team in the last quarter century at least deserves it, it's the Houston Astros, and the other one would be the New England Patriots. I love when the pay, but the Patriots fans have spun it into like you hate us because you ain't us. No, no, I'm glad that we don't have a stink on us like you have, so that all your Lombardi trophies are now sullied. They're 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 all they're all fingerprinted up and smushed up by by your own filth. It's what you deserve, and and you but- too, Astros. I love but, it. Good. Uh, Boom forever is what I say. No, but for but really, honestly, when is the cutoff? Like in 2040 when Altuve's gone and some of yes. the others are gone? Like, you know, Belichick is the face now of the Patriots franchise. He had to share it with Brady. So when he's gone, are they still – I don't even think the Patriots are booed like the Astros are. I was – I don't know. I was, I was taking it back a little. I think it – Another five years, or does this really? Well, they also beat. Forever? Don't forget, also the Strohs beat the Mariners. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yes, yeah, last October. So I assume that that has come. To, and you know, they're in the same. You know, I assume that that. Yeah, no, I guess so. I just feel like there was another example. The Astros, <laughs> the Astros mascot got burned. It's, it's funny. Go ahead, Mark. Just, I'll just pass it down. Vladdy Senior won it. Uh, what twenty-seven years ago? Vladdy yeah. Junior wins it this year. You know, you were there. Your son was there shagging five balls. Just pass it down. Father to son, Buddha yeah. Astros. 
I like and it. laugh at the Browns because they're like the Patriots and Astros doing filthy stuff too. They just don't win anything. So instead, whenever you see the Cleveland Browns, just laugh as loud as you can. You did this to yourself. You brought that guy on purpose onto your team and paid wow, that yes. amount of money. This is one of those, this yeah. one of those sports teaches a lesson. That's, that's what this is. Sports yeah. teaches a lesson. When your kid looks up at you and says, Daddy, why everybody boo the team from Houston? Mm-hmm. You tell them because they cheated. They yeah, banged on so. trash cans. And right. garbage. That's why. So boo the Astros, boo the Patriots, laugh at the Browns, but not at Brown Mustard, I think is what we uh, learned, right? <laughs> You've that's said it all. I think okay. you just said it all there. Good. Yeah. All right. Well, that's a good time to uh, go to a break. Cole versus Gallon tonight, all-star game, minus 110, seven and a half is the over-under. We're going to have picks in our plays of the day in uh, one moment. We don't, we don't have anything else going, right? We'll be right back. Tickets to the game, merch, meals at iconic restaurants, stays at Caesars Palace. All this can be yours when you bet with Caesars Sportsbook. Win or lose, every bet earns reward credits, which you can redeem across the empire. Now, if you haven't started yet, register using code Omaha full and then place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, great. You keep those winnings. But if you lose, you'll get your stake back as a bonus bet. 21 and older only. Offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 or more wagers only. Must register with eligible promo code. Bet amount of qualifying wager returned only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bonus bet is $1,250. The bonus bet expires 14 days after receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, it's 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text H-O-P-E-N-Y. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be.
All right, let's talk basketball. Um, this in-season tournament looks like a ton of fun. It is not at all confusing. And <laughs> it's like it, I I think, I think, babyface, jump in here and explain what the hell's going on here. Because I think there's a pool and you're in one of four pools. You would might you might call it a poll, but it is a pool, and there's a bunch of teams competing in November, and then the finals take place of this December 7th. Am I right about any of that? Oh my God, please don't make me do this. Please. This is, I would have a better chance of uh, explaining uh, common core math to you guys, well, but yeah, it's a mess, right? But yes, there, there are these, these, these groups that, that were uh, teams were assigned to and uh, each team will play regular season games uh, that, that count towards these group standings. Uh, the winner of each group will then, then make the tournament with the final four uh, teams playing in Vegas including two wild card teams that get in and uh it, it it's 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 pretty much Adam Silver's uh prize big big huge announcement that now everyone is like wait what this is well, uh super confusing but there's no playoff uh berth on the line right and they're doing it December 7th is the I don't know I can only speak for myself I don't give a crap about this and this is going to come off of especially where it is in the calendar. This is going to come off um, college football conference championship week, right? Well, I've just ended. And let me just, I looked at the schedule, Shaq. Thursday, December 7th is Patriots at Steelers on a Thursday night. Are we going to be talking about freaking Sacramento, Minnesota in the finals of this, this tournament where just the players get a little richer? Or are we going to talk about Patriots, Steelers, and then preview Bills at Chiefs the following Sunday? No one's going to care about these basketball, are they? Well, perhaps uh, it will be fitting if it bombs on uh, D-Day, um, December oh, 7th. Yeah. But um, I, you know what? I get what the NBA is trying to do in broad strokes. They're trying to do like what soccer does. And I advocate right. for a lot of those cool elements. That if you don't care about the sport of soccer, they're cool things like Champions League. The problem is it's the same teams playing for, you know, it's not. Yeah. There's no, there's no distinction between. The teams that are going to be playing for this right. thing. Right, Manchester the City of- doesn't play Arsenal right. in the uh, EPL, right? But they might. Right, all the NBA FA teams are going to play each yeah. other with or without mm-hmm. this tournament during the season. Yeah. I Let me just throw this one out because I have a, another great fix. You want to well, do, do some play stuff. Arsenal. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm getting You know what I mean. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. Madrid doesn't, Real Madrid, Real Madrid doesn't play exactly. pre- yes. Premier League teams. Yes. That's about as far as I That's it. Um. I, my idea is that would be awesome and and spellbinding stuff mm-hmm. would be what I proposed with the NFL about a decade ago. A, just as you have a World Cup, it would be awesome if you had a city cup. Imagine if NBA players were divvied up into their hometowns and then <laughs> played each other like that. New York City versus Chicago versus Miami versus L.A. And, no, not pretty good. Oh, that, that's spectacular. Well, that I think that's such a great Martin idea. I had the gold star idea for this. I thought by the sneaker brand, because you'll actually get them interested and you'll. Oh, uh, no, no, no. The sneaker there. brand thing is fun and would make a lot of money because Nike and whoever would sink it. Well, this also, idea is a great they, idea. They'd lose Come endorsement on. deals too, the losers. I think that's a good one. Also, to go ahead, Mark. Yeah. the problem, Dave, with your idea is California would win in a landslide every year. They would? Does it? Yeah. Yeah. The, the, just the amount of NBA players that are from Southern California is like 
it's, it's pretty no way without I, looking that without looking i i gotta think new york city would be better or baltimore know, would be good maybe i'm like baltimore. 10 years well, it used to be Dunbar, at least used to be. I mean, maybe that would have been 1998. Chef, like, you should research this a little more. I don't know. Uh, also, Chicago, California, and this would be great. Let's do it. It'd be tough to get permits to play in California. It's really a mess here, the bureaucracy. But um, I guess no, Giannis I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't have a home, and then it would get messed up. And and Jokic, okay, maybe right. this isn't the best idea. Yeah, that city would have to be included, whatever. Yeah, Mark, not, I don't know. I, I don't, will you be excited about this? Like, there's no playoff spot on the line. And by the way, if there was, there would be problems with that too. Imagine if Atlanta grabs a playoff spot from this mini tournament and then, you know, what, what incentive do they have to play in January, February, March, and April, right? Like imagine the tanking for a team that made the playoffs through this system, but we don't even have that. Well, as I said several times to Mark Gunnels this year on Lemon Pepper as the playoff progressed, I was like, don't mm-hmm. tell me about the NBA before Christmas. I don't care anymore. It doesn't yeah. matter. The Lakers were 2-10. and 10. They're in the Western Conference Final. The Pelicans in, in, on December 25th were first in the West. They, mm-hmm. they didn't even make the play. I don't care, so leave it out. Yeah, so if that's I'll, the case, then I might as well – why not have a play-in tournament or our, our, our regular season tournament? I don't care already. So now maybe I'll care a little bit more. But to your point, why would they have it on a Thursday night? I don't understand the logic. Of, I, don't, I don't understand how other people don't understand that the only reason that like cable TV exists in the way it does right now is because of Fox News and the NFL. Why would you go up against the NFL? Like, I don't right. understand. Like, like I think I got that Wednesday right. I think it's Saturday, December 7th, right? Uh, Joel, you want to look that up, baby face? I, I think it goes up against Patriots Steelers. But I know they, for the week-wise, they wanted it after the college was done and before NFL playoffs. But, yeah, they're really a no-man's land in the fall, uh, no matter how you look at it, the NBA. Just yeah. take over Wednesday. Just do win- have Wednesday be your yeah. day. Wednesday go up Friday. against Mac football potentially. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it can't right. be that bad. But the right. thing that they really messed up, the, what they should have done for this, and what would have made it interesting, is if they had broken it up and kind of redid what happened in the bubble, where you had hmm. games that were on a staggered start. That's what makes March Madness so awesome, is that everybody's hmm. playing at the same time, and then you're cutting in between all these close endings, right? All these close matchups and stagger start. It takes four days to get through. That's what right. they should have done. Because when you at the but when we're in the bubble, you're waking up. There's games on at noon until you know 10 p.m. And it was it was some of the best yeah, basketball we watched. And don't compete with the monsters of the sports world. You're right. What if yeah. what if the stakes were that uh, you know my old um you know, my uh, my garbage bowl, my toilet bowl idea for the two worst teams in the NFL to play for the first overall pick. What if this were early in the season so that there weren't taking possibilities? Like, you don't know exactly where you're going to finish in the standings this early in the season, so you're incented to, to put it all out there. And then where you finish is determined. To, like, if you don't make the playoffs, then where you finished in this tournament impacts where you are in the draft know. and so it replaced hey, well, I, I guess. i'm trying I to i'm trying to i'm trying I know. to well, just don't do anything it's just they, they lose the they lose the the fall winter they they just do well but that's the um, point obviously yeah. is that everybody agrees with martin who gives a crap about nba and nhl until after new year 
Well, listen, although they've claimed the summer, they really have. With this summer league, it really is as hot as it's ever been. And Victor Wimbanyama, after a real sluggish, oh, boy, everybody Look loved. at that transition. Everybody loved Look how he did it. Nice. No, but they do. They, they you know, compete with baseball. That's the way to do it. He had a bad game, uh, Wemby, followed by a good one, I think 27 and 12. I don't know, Martin. Is it too early to give him most improved player in the league? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure. I just know this. I just know this. It's been amazing to see how many people who were saying just three weeks ago that this is the best prospect of all time ever saying, well, he's going to need some time. Yeah. It's like, where was that three weeks ago? Because three <laughs> weeks ago, if you said Victor Wembanyama needed some time to adjust to the NBA, you were the most vicious hater that's ever existed on the planet. And you had right. no idea what you were talking about because, of course, he's going to walk in and be able to score to be able to dominate immediately. But yeah, ultimately, I mean, he had a legacy game in the summer, was, basically. But go ahead. Yeah. What'd you take away? No, let's say the thing I took away was he needs a sandwich, man. He's too skinny. Like he's <laughs> and it, until look, they keep saying Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was the only person I've seen be able to be that skinny and dominate in basketball, and in part yeah. because. He is a guard, not has guard skills, not like, no, he's 50, 40, 90. He is a guard. Mm -hmm. Like, guard skills doesn't get it done. Yeah. Holmgren, and we'll see about Vic, but he's got to put some weight on and be able to get his own shot. I thought I agree that Wemby is not. Yeah. His, his I, honesty check uh, after the first game is like, um, that was just lost out there. I was just trying to figure out what to do. I was like, oh boy. <laughs> There's something about the Euros that is more honest, generally yeah. speaking, right? They, they're right. not as, for whatever, I'm, I'm sure they're pre media savvy too, but they're more frank and honest about things. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, it's funny because I think that hot taken is... Um, uh, you know, a, a generation from now, we can look back and watch the arc of Martin's last fortnight or three weeks around this. Immediately, what you want is when you're throwing out a hot take like Wemby, who everybody says is going to be an all timer. Martin says, no, that's not going to happen. So when I saw Wemby have that bum game, I uh, what did I think of immediately? Martin Weiss de declared that this guy's going to oh, be yeah. a bum. And I was like, oh, he's in heaven wherever he is right now. Right. He <laughs> loves seeing this because it's been proven right. What I was fascinated by, and Martin just kind of touched on it, is is how quickly, like one, one meaningless game just oh, flipped so many people's opinion. I'm like, settle down, everybody. Let's <laughs> let's put these all in a time capsule. You just watched him play a meaningless game, and he stunk, and he was overwhelmed by it. Okay. Let's put those all in a time capsule and see, because from here on out, you've now declared Wemby can't make it in the NBA because you watched that one game. And now already with his second game, he dominated. And uh, what's the breakdown of people who want him to fail? Of course, let's leave Spurs fans out of this and maybe uh, the country of France and uh, as a whole. What do you think, Martin? Most people want to like, honestly, they took there's a, a lot of people uh, took a lie detector test. What do you think it would be? I don't think right now there's a lot of people really rooting for it. Like, I don't like I under I think once happens, like once he gets into the league and starts doing whatever he's doing, if he's just putting up empty numbers, then it'll start to occur. Mm -hmm. But right now, I feel like everybody's just kind of like wait and see in part like they didn't have the built preconceived notions that people had about LeBron because we saw LeBron play like we saw him play in high school, you right. know. And so like people had their opinions about him, but like. 
everybody's just repeating what they've heard other people say, because I'm sorry, I refuse to believe that my entire timeline was just grinding Metropolitan's 92 tape. Wasn't happening. It's just not mm-hmm. occurring. So you, like, so okay. The first time a lot of people saw him play was. Well, that's everybody talking time. about anything. The Major League Baseball draft just happened. Everybody with these hardcore opinions about who their favorite team. They have to take this. What do you know about this 18-year-old guy? Exactly. And how right. he projects. Of course, nobody knows. But what you what your eyes do tell you, and I agree with Martin on, he is not like the KD comp is a weird one to me because he's just plainly not as fluid as as KD mm-hmm. is. Exactly. He's not smoothy smooth like that. He is for seven three, but he definitely feels much more like Porzingis or I don't know who else. He's he, you know he's more jagged in his movements. He's got more Ralph Sampson. I think the best comp is Ralph Sampson. If Ralph Sampson had been born thirty years later, he would have been somebody who was probably trying to put him up from you know, right. 20, 25 himself. Right. All right. So really no one's rooting again. It's just Martin and Britney Spears, I guess. Right. I don't like uh, that. He's on the Spurs. The I hate that. That's what I, I'm not, and I like pop and everything. I just don't love, Speaking I, I, of, I wish he were in a different market. Has anyone, did anyone in sports have a better summer than Greg Popovich? He signed five years for $80 million. Probably doesn't do that. If uh, Wemby isn't on the team, right? I'm not sure that maybe he does get something smaller than that, but he gets the best player, generational player by all accounts, and gets five years for $80 million. No, there's no better sports um, summer. Is there, Shaq? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think, to too. Yeah, that's... Uh, Vlad Guerrero got that nice jacket. Um, other than that... Aaron Judge, be, Aaron Judge yeah. is a is a one-year wonder. He's right. done for now. Joey Chestnut. As are the you New gotta, York you Yankees. Gotta say, yeah. Shohei's having a pretty good summer so far, but yes. he does live in Anaheim. So that, that's that, true. You know, take it for a grain of salt. Okay. Uh, Bobby Bonilla has a pretty good summer every, every <laughs> summer. July 1st. I think yeah. he has to be brought up in the conversation for sure. Okay. But here's the thing about Pop. He just reset the coaching market and hasn't made the postseason in like five years. Yeah. Four at least off the top of my head. That's right. crazy. How Are they in the playoffs pop? next year, Sal? I don't I I you know what? Let me see if I can get the uh early odds on the Spurs making the I and I forget even uh, the I didn't even look. I should have uh yeah, I should have looked at that for uh for playoffs. I'm not sure they have players. They're they're play- fairly they're they're not like it's not like they're a garbage team. You know, they, they have some pieces to put around him. They could be halfway decent sure. you know, in, in a soft West. I think they probably should make the playoffs, but that assumes well, you got teams in somewhere the, in close the, to in the West tanking when they have a playoff spot. So, of course, like the like the Mavericks. So um, you said it's right. Sal, I think I, I think it was Sal. You said it two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and it's a great play. I Not mm. as good as it was when you said it, but Chester Holmgren for uh, rookie of the year is the play, like right? It. Yeah, I do like them. I do worry, though. Now, when you watch these guys, you do think about that 65-game threshold. I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> he's got to do that. I'm he's got to get so. that move to the hoop uh, 300 times <laughs> in, in six weeks. I'm not sure how uh, how that's going to play out. Yeah, that Martin, you're leaning that on my, that as that well. That was my thought. When I, was, when, I, when I saw Vic, I saw Chet, I was like, Scoot is definitely going to win Rookie of the Year. If for no other reason, he is built like a safety. He's not getting yeah. hurt. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, I know he got, he's hurt right now in summer league. Yeah, but your guys on the playing, Pistons. Yeah, but your guys on the Pistons who keep getting hurt, the youngsters are like, they, they have the builds that you describe, but it hasn't helped them, right? Yeah. Well, uh, school listen, looks like Saquon. 
Look, this all will sort itself out December 7th and then again December 9th. I don't know. I can't find I can't find Am it. Am I right, by the way, in honor of Patrick Mahomes and the great uh, Netflix series that's about to begin the short uh, the short run there around yeah. Mahomes by NFL films and uh and our guy Kazra and everything. I we me, Hench, and Spaghetti talked about it a year ago. Update it now. Are we is there a fair case to make? that we're watching the four best players, the, the best player in their respective sport right now, which is Shoei Otani. I know this is the this is the craziest one of all, mm-hmm. but is Otani the greatest baseball player in the history of people? Will he be Will remembered as being that? Is that, I mean, like, that is the, bo- you know, better than Gretzky. I mean, I already don't believe that, but I think some people bristle at that thought, but maybe if Connor McDavid wins a, cu- a couple of cups, it will be easier to, to say that. The LeBron... Jordan debate is where it's at and it's saturated, mm-hmm. but I, you know, there are enough LeBron supporters yeah. and then football Mahomes, you know, he wins one or two more. I think everybody. Yeah, We're, we're still a ways team. away. I, I'm not signing off on baseball surprisingly because I've gone to bat, uh, no pun intended for Otani as much as anybody, but I, in this day and age where guys sit months with just blisters, um, I, I definitely need to see more seven, eight more years of this to uh, declare that. But Do you, you need seven, yeah. eight more. What if he does? It? What, if he, what if he does this? What he's doing yeah. with with the, you know, slugging at the level he is and pitching at the. What if he does it for three more years? Like it's just so crazy that I know it's a hundred years ago that the New York Yankees in nineteen twenty were like, well, that's crazy. You can't have a guy pitch and I hit. know it's Come bizarre. On. And spaghetti holds on to McDavid, but I guarantee if Connor McDavid were a top three scorer and was still as nifty as he was with the skates and a top three goalie, he would dismiss any claim. Any claim that anybody else would. I'm now right? I'm on board with not, you and Hench. You were right. We would not be we would not be able to say anything. But um and I'll say but, the thing about Mahomes too, like he's got a like as impressive as he's been over the last five years. I was looking this up yesterday, believe it or not. If he gets hit by a bus right now, he's walking into the Hall of Fame first ballot, no doubt. No, he's but, not gonna walk in if he gets hit by a bus, in the shoulder, maybe. How is he gonna walk into the it just hits him in the right elbow? That's, that's the tragedy. Yeah. That only, that's where the any bus other hit. limb could have okay. gone, but not that one. All right. We saw him win without. And, and I didn't say the speed in which he was walking. It may take him a second to to walk in there, <laughs> yeah, but it will be yeah. on the first ballot. You know, it may be by short. the time the second ballot comes out. I mean, the bus but, can't uh, even give him a ride to the Hall of Fame after hitting him. He has to walk into. The, all right, uh, uh, Spurs. <laughs> uh, he's got some yeah. catching up to do to like to Brady still. Like when you look at his Super Bowls and his conference championships, I think I so. still think the longevity. He's still got some catching up to do. I'd rather watch Mahomes every day of the week. Um, sure. But uh, oh, yeah. but yes, but you, but yeah, your accomplishment wise, shut your you eyes the the to make the playoffs. Uh, oh, they're over on well, it doesn't have playoff odds, but they're over under 28 and a half wins, so they'd have to get oh my god, substantially really? better than that. I'm yeah. telling I guess you, they're not, yeah. <laughs> I guess no one thinks they're going to the playoffs, <laughs> and I'm wrong. Um, but let's talk football, now, as long as we're talking uh, football okay. here, Shaq. We went uh, while you were gone last week, we went over our favorite teams. And if you could pencil in a win on your schedule, not games that they're going to win, but if you could say, all right, I don't have to, my rooting interest is uh, I I could put it aside because I have a W automatically for this game. You know what I'm saying? Games you'd most want to win. Okay. All right. Did you look at the Steelers schedule? It was me and Martin. I think Eddie, we pretty much, it became a, a a dumb exercise because we pretty much picked the rivals in the division. I, I only took the, commanders for the Cowboys because it's a Thanksgiving game. Then I took the Giants first game and Mm -hmm. spaghetti. I think you took two against the Eagles for the Giants. 
and the opener against the Cowboys, right? So we yeah. had. Yeah, yeah. And, and plus the Eagles game is on Christmas Day or Christmas oh, Eve, yeah. I believe, with the Giants. So I want that. But I, if you want me to switch, I, like I said, I'm going to do a road game. So potentially the Vegas game or potentially the the Bay Area game, I could definitely uh, take one of those ones. Because you also might be at those, right? Exactly. Vegas? Yeah. Okay. All right. So Shaq, um, it would make sense that you went Baltimore, Cincinnati, and Cleveland. But is that what you're going to do? I, yeah, I believe me. I I have spent uh, way too much time since I saw this. Uh, can, yeah. uh, saw saw you float this idea, considering it, and and then every once in a while it creeps into my mind. Oh yeah, what 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 my what I conclude here probably won't impact the actual results. So, not, so that took a little that. pressure off, but maybe yeah. not. So I wanted yeah. to really, yes, of course. Yeah, if I'm sure. using my brain <laughs> as a Steelers fan. I'm taking the two games against the Bungles and the road game oh. at Baltimore. I mean, that, that, I, what? You know. I think what? you're wrong about that. Well, Why? first of all, you have week two, um, Monday night against Cleveland. I, th- I thought about that one. I thought about that, that one. one. You got to get that one. I, I'm just trying to one. do the math. I'm just trying to yeah. do the math on what the path to a playoff spot and specifically a North title. If the mm-hmm. Steelers beat the Bungles twice, that would get them a long way home. Then if they yeah. beat Baltimore, if you guarantee that they would beat the Ravens in Charm City, then I'll take my chances back in Pittsburgh and then split with the Browns. That wins the division standings in all likelihood. Almost well, certainly the, wins the, game the division in Bal- At Baltimore, you said? Yeah. Is the is week eighteen? So January, you kinda, right? Well, so it might be over by that. You might not need it, or you might really might not need it. Well, you know the I mean? the problem with spaghetti's thing, I get it from an enjoyment. I thought about the Rams playing here in Los Angeles because mm-hmm. I'll be there with Jean Claude Van Damaschek. So of course, I want to see a winner there. Right. But I can't be selfish. I I'm trying to see the big picture. I'm trying to do right by eight and Coach T. The other thing with Coach T is, of course, his career long kryptonite is bad teams on the road. I don't know why mm-hmm. this is a thing that gets in his way. It is a legitimate thing that has plagued him for 15 plus years now. So like, you know, at the Raiders stands out to me, like that's not going to be a good team. And if they lose that one, that's a real gut punch to their playoff chances. And the other one I kind of was thinking about is they went to Cincy a year ago and knocked off the Bungles, but TJ Watt got hurt. So that kind of scuttled things. But that was week one, right? That was the week yeah. one game. And, and yeah. week one, like in a 17 week um, premise, isn't that important. Um, but if they would, mm-hmm. if I could pick the style of victory, if yeah. they could lay waste to the Niners in week mm-hmm. one, if they could beat them like 24 0. That's the tone. Sure. We're spaghetti. Set the tone. Yes. We look at. This physical uh, offensive team just came in here and got shut down. We bully balled Mm -hmm. them for 60 minutes. I think that would set a tone for a young team. So I did consider that ultimately, though. I mean, listen, I'm just trying to be practical. I know it's boring. Bungles twice, the best team in the division, and then Mm. the birdies. And then I'll I'll take my chances. Well, convert. I I, wow. I thought I really. First of all, I think you hate Cleveland as much as any team, right? I laugh at them. uh, No, I laugh at them. What if you are zero and one against after the Niners game? You got to win that Cleveland game. I think. Okay, that's a fair point. Home on Monday night. Got to. I I did think about. Do I try to go? take each that I take each of the North road games that makes some sense. Okay. I'll, no. I'll, I'll meet you. That's no, all right. You're locked in. I'll do I it. Right. I'll take no, the week team. two victory. Week two victory. <laughs> fine. Have it this your way. So Maybe we'll- <laughs> this is July 11th talk right here. <laughs> um, 
Martin, Start Malik, picking the week one games. It's even more fun. I love doing it. Malik Willis supposedly is outplaying Will Levis in uh, Tennessee. And yet he may not make the team. So what does that mean? Neither of them will make the team. What a mess. Is that going to be the messiest team in sports? You know, the Tennessee Titans. This was my thought when they were talking about, they're going to take Will Levis in the first round. It's like, are we sure that he's not like, not only not a first rounder, are we sure he's better than the backups? And like, are we mm-hmm. like, are we sure about this after watching him in Kentucky all those years? And I'm not saying that Malik Willis was great shakes, but after a year in the NFL, it does not surprise me that Malik Willis, who was terrible on the field in his first couple games out there, looked completely lost, may mm-hmm. have figured a little bit out over the span of you know the 12 months that prior. So I I just I feel bad for Will Levis, honestly. I don't I I really do. Cause I know the guy puts yellow mustard on pistachio ice cream. I don't care. About <laughs> but see, Sal, we should have never known that. We should have never known that because he was never. He's never going to be a star. He was never a star. He was never the like. Right, we should have. Right, right. We should know what Anthony Richardson puts on his pretzels, mm-hmm. and what Bryce Young does with his pretzels, and Will Levis should be somebody that we find out about in year three or four of his career. If mm-hmm. it's still going on, then that was same way. I feel bad right. for that kid. Um. Well, Shaq. Titans plus 380 to win the South. Now, this is one of those divisions which is kind of up for grabs, although the Jags, the Jags are trending to be in control of this division maybe for a few years. But they're over under a seven and a half. Caesars has adjusted over-unders. The under nine and a half is minus 500. This team is not going 10 and seven. I may have to put five million to win what? 500,000? Is that what it would be? Yeah, I think that's what it would be on uh uh, or wow, that million, you're, now see, you're coming 000. in hot yes, here. That's a that I, yes. I don't agree with that though. I don't really you know, doesn't get to 10 wins. <laughs> the Titans? Oh, the, the Titans. I thought yeah. I thought yeah, I'm no, sorry. I'm I, at the you Titans lost there. me there with I'm I sorry. you were As saying the that Jaguars? the Jags no, weren't no, gonna no. get the 10. I, I could, no, they should be all right. I've done some oh, research. Yeah, that, I, I think I believe me. I'm trying to figure out a way that they don't get this division. It's a disaster. It really is. I mean, th- these South, both South divisions are. You can make a case that six of the eight teams are going through rebuilding years. I so. agree. I think. I, I first of all, I think the Jags are 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 rightly prohibitive favorites. I the the <clears throat> yeah. team that is intriguing to me. I, I like when I lower my voices, though. I don't want too many mm. people to hear about what I'm going to say here. I bet you the Texans, Texans. Uh, yeah. exceed their their win total. I think what is it four and a half something I like, like that. I like what they did too. I, like I think they, they have a chance to be halfway decent. And then this is the time of year where everybody goes, <laughs> the, the Texans. Like yeah, every year this happens. Every right. year a bum team comes out of nowhere and everybody's jaws like, can you believe the miracle blanks? Who that team is going to be, but the trick is divining who that team is. The Jags are going to control the South. Ultimately, they're going to win it. Well, the Jags yeah, worst to first. The Jags were worst to first, right? Were they in fourth? They were in fourth, right? Yeah, they should have been because, yeah, yes, they won yes. two games, right? And was there another worst to first last year, or was that the only one? That might have been it. Um, uh, where the, no, the Eagles made the play. Well, oh, oh, Seattle. Never mind, I'm sorry. Seattle. Oh, no, no, San Fran won before. the division. Right. Um, yeah. No, the Eagles were good. Uh, that's it. Tampa was there. Tampa. No, hey, I think that was the only. Well, that's the division. The first. Is yeah. the trick is to figure out who that team is. We know it ain't going to be the Bucks. Yeah. So, so now the top of the division has been vacated by by the Brady. So they're mm-hmm. done for. And now all of a sudden the the script flips to them being at the bottom of it. Right. I you know 
Nobody, I mean, Martin Weiss's hatred for his team's new quarterback, Derek Carr, is on par, <laughs> I guess, with like Jonah Hill seeing women in bikinis or something. If he's <laughs> on any level, I don't get it. It's like, wait, right. you're upset about this guy being your quarterback? Same thing. Like, I, oh, you date the good looking woman in the bikini? Like, that's upsetting <laughs> to you? Like, it's the same confusing thing to me with, with right. Martin's take on Derek Carr, um, who, you know, is arguably the best quarterback in that division. I think it's pretty hard to argue against unless Bryce Young is is a phenom and he's not a running mm-hmm. quarterback and rookie quarterbacks don't usually dominate from the pocket. Um, I think the Falcons are the team that has a chance to go from worst to first this year. And I've been looking at these teams of teams that missed the playoffs a year ago. And, mm-hmm. uh, and if you buy what they're putting together, and obviously I do, um, the big question is Des Ritter. But again, Rookie contract QB, that stuff is not a mirage. If De- Unless Des Ritter is a bum, which he might be. That's the thing I don't know. But if he's halfway decent sure. behind a really good offensive line and the ability to pound the ball with Bijan and the pass catchers they have and an enhanced defense at least. They brought in a bunch of vets that'll hold their own. They might get smoked out. The Atlanta Falcons are my play. And now I, I, I'm vamping here because I lost the uh, – well, what we're good. Yeah. Make the playoffs odds are, but um. Oh, I yeah, see. That's yes, my this pick. is yeah. All right. Oh, to make the playoffs. Yeah, I was actually going to save this for. I'm going to say win the division, but yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought that. Well, we, no, we it's okay. Through. It was it was on the thing, but we're running late, so I thought I'm plus like, oh, one fifteen, plus one fifteen. Yeah, that, that's not bad. I think the only other worst to first Martin uh, considerations would be Bears and Jets. Yeah. Right. I think at this point, and I wouldn't consider either one of those, but yeah. Dave, you lined up all this talk about the AFC South, mm-hmm. right? Ro- yeah, rookie quarterback, strong team. It's got yeah. the team that is, I think that will surprise me, the Colts. The Colts oh, were. Oh, no, av- they're terrible. Listen, hold on. The Colts were, the Colts were average and then yeah. intentionally tanked the rest of the season, hiring mm-hmm. Jeff Saturday, who had no business coaching on Sunday. Like, right. one, now that they have real people in there, they got right. that quarterback. That was not a bad team prior to like week seven. They just went one and nine with Jeff Saturday as the head coach. Yeah. Well, all right. So that's your, that's your, that the Colts you're saying, Martin, is your pick to make the playoffs? Uh, fit, I'm going with the it. Lions. The Lions to make the playoffs. Yeah, that's, yeah. Well, the Lions like minus one seven. Yeah, that's right? the easy. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. I that's think fine. that, you know what? I think the Packers are going to win that division. That's kind of a hot take, but I think they are mm. going to. Actually, the better play is Falcons to win the South is uh, is plus 240. So go with that instead of make the playoffs. Shaq, you're going to hate I've mine. I've been all over that. I gave it out last week. Um, Browns to make the playoffs. That even I don't odds. think that's crazy. And I think they compete with Cincinnati up until like the last three or four weeks. Um, that's why I think you should take that win. I'm giving you that win week two. But this I Calvin did. Tomlinson, I took it now. The three road fourth, games in the north. Fourth. Uh, you know, they got a, a, a third, fourth place schedule, right? They come in fourth. Yeah, they came Dude, the Browns. Yeah, yeah, the Brownies yeah. came in fourth place. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I like where they're trending, and I think Watson with the year. I mean, honestly, look at this offense. They got who they get uh, Marquise Goodwin and uh, who's the other receiver they signed? They got uh, the Jets receiver, right? Yeah, Elijah Moore. Yeah, Elijah yeah. Moore. If they get yeah. New Hopkins, they officially become yeah. a scary team. But I, yeah. I you know, I'm Deshaun sorry, Watson sure. is still. I mean, I, I guess well, if you well, could blur well, your eyes, he should turn the corner back to close to where course. he used to be. But you know, I think he the, might be might be better than Kenny Pickett next year. Is all I'm saying. 
Okay, listen, <laughs> laugh it up. Have your fun. Uh, uh, that, that's fine. Uh, you know what? I'm I, I'm trying to bite my tongue. All I'm saying is all this buzz about the Steelers yeah. are so underrated. Oh, but this is the big team. How, at what point does it stop becoming a team is underrated or under the radar or whatever right. when everybody keeps volunteering the same team? Like, hey, nobody's talking about the Steelers, except that everybody's talking about that they're going to be better than everybody expects. Who's this everybody that thinks they're going to be bad? They're, everybody thinks they're going to be yeah. better than they've been the last year. I know. Year. You started this. You were so loud about it. All right, listen, I want to. we have to move on to a break, but I also love getting um, rattling Eddie Spaghetti's case. And there's some Kadarius Tony news here. He says in his DMs that Daniel Jones misses him more than the other way around. Um, is Kadarius Tony one of your most hated players in the league right now, Spaghetti? He wasn't until recently. Um, yeah. And I know that Dave thinks that Kadarius Tony is going to be a breakout star, but I think this pretty much cements that he is just going to be an at, like an afterthought and will probably be out of the league within the next two <laughs> seasons, I would say. I mean, the guy had the most pedestrian numbers with Patrick Mahomes, and then he had one decent punt return that pretty much any speedster could have done on the Chiefs. So yeah. um, I think the guy clearly has some issues. I mean, he's making videos in the dark at 3 a.m., and he's, like, threatening fans online. He's, like, attacking current Giants players. All the Giants wanted him to do was to be the productive receiver that they needed, and he just did not care at all about working hard. And plenty of reports have come out saying that he just did not really care about practice, didn't put in the work, um, which is kind of the opposite of what Dayball and Joe Shane preach. So, look, that's Andy Reid and Brett Veach's uh, problem now. Patrick McCombs can deal with this. Uh, they have the luxury because they can deal with this, but I just don't have faith in him being in the league much longer. Are wide receivers the craziest by yes. position? By, there's, there's, it's not close. It's not yeah. close. Yeah, I think yes. so. I mean, what like punters are like drug they take or something. I don't it's know. It's sort of like it. I, I will say again I'll, uh, that Jimmy Kimmel once said to me, he's like when we were talking about Adam Carolla and his half human, half ape friends. Um, <laughs> he's like, most of us were like the class clown, like, you know, misdemeanor right. kind of wisecracks from the back of the room. Right. Roland, his friends were criminals. They were felons. Right, right. It's like punters are wacky. You know, they're uh -huh. like, ah, silly heads. They they make silly jokes and they have weird habits. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Wide receivers should be institutionalized from Antonio Brown on down. <laughs> they're just like the 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 diva. How you know they're crazy as a group is that when a guy isn't that he gets mm -hmm. celebrated for being like, he's not like all the other wide receivers. Yeah. Right. Wide receiver by far the craziest position. No, you know what we should, we should, this is, I mean, this is right up your alley, just by position in various sports. What would uh, like a, a different conversation? Cause we have to get the hell out of here. But, um, but yeah, goalies, maybe a little bit. Um, trying See, to think like pitchers. There's so many of them. I'm trying to think of a different position, a different yeah. position besides wide receiver that, is impacted so much more by the rest of your teammates. So many things have to go right for the wide yeah. receiver to be able to have a good game. That, like, there's so many people to be mad at. If the running back is, like, the offensive line is not blocking, he at least is going to get a handoff eventually at some point. Yeah, you point. don't start with the ball as wide receiver. Yes, you're right. right. Yeah. It's it's at best the fifth most important position on the field. I told you. I told you that. And, and Hoosh. Mm -hmm scoffed and, and mocked me for that. And you all laughed along with Hoosh when I said that, but it's true that oh, wide, receiver wide receiver is important. It's nice to have good wide <laughs> receivers. You can't have Dave Damashek playing uh yeah. starting receiver for you, but somewhere in well, between is where, is where Super Bowl champions reside. At the risk, reside. You at the risk of opening Pandora's box or Dave's box. It. 
Don't the do reason that. why we were saying that is because you were making the point in the in the run up leading to the Super Bowl in which Jamar Chase and uh, T Higgins were Cooper, on one right. side and then Cooper Cup was on the other. So that was, that was part of the big issue there. Yeah. So what? It was offset by the preceding 20 years. So, I mean, you know, all right, that's fine. All right, listen. It's, uh, let's not speak ill of TJ Hushmanzada. He's a wide receiver. Not 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 even that, that crazy, right? I, I think as far as they go. Shining your shoes with a terrible towel and high heels <laughs> crazy. I like it. Uh, let's take a break. We'll give our plays of the day and we'll get out of here. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, like I said, the all-star game tonight, minus 110. Uh, pick your point, whatever you want. It's really tough to pick these games. I will go, Caesars as a prop, there will be a run scored in the first inning. I'm getting plus money for this, guys. With here, Here's who we're going to see in the first inning. Marcus Simeon, um, who has scored in two of his last three games. This is first inning I'm, I'm looking at. Shohei Otani and Randy Rosarena. Um that's for the American League. For the National League, Ronald Acuna, who doubled and scored in the first inning of last year's All-Star game, Freddie Freeman and Mookie Betts. I'm taking my chances there. I really like them. By the way, Garrett Cole, Garrett Cole has only pitched one inning of one All-Star game in his life. Wow. Will you look this up, babyface? And it was with the Pirates in 2015. Is that correct? So I'm not going to say he has jitters, but this is not a guy who goes out there. Every year and performs. So I, I like the plus. It, I know that it's uh, for sure. It's Cole's first start. I know. In, yeah. In All-Star game. I don't even think he's gotten locked like more than an inning. And like I said, it was with the Pirates a hundred years ago um, before they trade. By the way, the Pirates traded Paul Skeens. I don't know if you saw. What? Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a Yankee. I mean, that's ahead of schedule, even by their measure. Yeah. For that's pizza. Weird. They traded him for for New York pizza. Not even good pizza. <laughs> Domino's pizza. Um, oh, right, so. I'm over the moon. 2024 and 2025. <laughs> it's going to be great. Don't even have to take the summer off in Pittsburgh sports because the Buccos is going to be good. I lost a lot of money betting against that Paul Skeens already for LSU. All right, Martin, uh, what's your play of the day? I'm taking the National League. The American League doesn't have any left-handed pitchers. Mm-hmm. And also the American mm-hmm. League is missing a few bats. You know, Judge. And then all Tani's DHN. But yeah, so uh yeah, I'm going with the National League. Bring right. me home, baby. Go Dodge. Freeman bets. I like it. This I was looking at it's thing. funny. This all-star game. I, I wish I wish I loved it more. I don't know. I mean, well, you know, I, I it really is the classic old manning, but like the, the the like the guys in their uniforms, like it meant something when you were a kid. Now I couldn't care less. Oh, those beautiful, guy, those beautiful like, uniforms. Uh, the but when they went, like the your guy would get introduced, and he was a uh, yeah, you know, right. Like, you know, he would tip his hat and whatever they react. I think we that. probably have the fa- our favorite All Star game was probably the same one, seventy nine, right? Yeah, yeah. Was with it the in Cobra. Seattle? Is that and, actually in Seattle? No, that was uh, oh. Montreal, right? Montreal, right? Yes, and uh, and that was the yeah, Cobra he, peg Jim Rice at third base, and then uh, uh, Brian Downing, Downing at, at home, the yeah. plate, and um, and got the MVP. And Lee Mazzilli, my favorite, hit a home run and had a walk off walk, which um, didn't wasn't enough, but 
thrilled. I loved, that, I so. loved, I, I think, but my chief memories are Fred Lynn hitting a grand slam on the yeah. South side in Comiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, and Bo Jackson's home run with Ronald Reagan on the call, hitting oh, yeah. a bomb in the first inning. Yeah, I think that was yeah. in the big A. Um, and but the one that more than anything else I think about is Atley Hammaker. And it's why mm-hmm. I always don't want my guys playing in many all-star games. They like, gave yeah, up I like to ruin that runs in the first that pitcher. Yeah. yeah, he got ta- tagged. He yeah. was the Giants ace and he got tagged and he was just never good again right. for the rest of his career, pretty much. In this one, I was I was tempted by both of the ones you bought just brought up. Lay the four runs on the NL, Martin. Ooh. That's a fun bet. That, wow. that could be fun. And I kind of like where you're at. That said, only five of the last 14 All-Star games have the two teams combined for over eight runs. Yeah. And they've only hit seven runs. They've only hit seven. I, I'm sorry. They've only hit six runs three times over 14 years. So eight out of 14 times have they even reached six runs combined. I'm going under on this one. I don't like the all-star game. It's and as Hench responded, when I mentioned this to him on the latest minus three, he's like, yeah, it makes sense because you have aces and they only have um, to get three outs. They're not to go six or seven. They they just throw their very best for one inning or two. And that's it. So it makes All sense right. that it favors the pitcher. We're there still getting, go. we're still got, I'm fine with that. Let's just get one run in the first and, uh, and okay. that'll be that. Um, yeah. Uh, what else do we want to say? Aganyu and Fury, August 28th in Saudi Arabia. I think we have to go. We have to go to that. That'll be fun. Uh, <laughs> seven to one favorite uh, for the, the heavyweight champ of the world. Um, what else do we want to say? Oh, Johnny Knoxville on against so- all odds tomorrow. Um, promoting prank panel. Yeah. What, what, what else? Awesome. Yeah. I was going to say, what do you think rates higher uh, in terms of views? Zuckerberg versus Musk or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> or the one in Saudi Arabia? No, Fury, this'll be, this'll be good. This'll be fun to watch. Someone's going to get pounded. It's going to be lights out for, uh, and Ganyu goes down, I think. Um, and that's it. I'm losing a lot of money betting Wimbledon um, girls. They call them girls. They don't say the women's side. It's girls, Jack. On the women, it's is girls that true? And boys. I, girls and I, boys. I'm not starting another yeah. Pandora's box, but I am yeah. fascinated by <clears throat> that they play the most important tournament in that sport on a surface that is uh, that doesn't apply anywhere else. It's it's fascinating stuff. I really what do you like mean doesn't that. apply anywhere else. Is that like it, it's it when you hear them talk about how different it is than playing regular tennis oh, to yeah. play on grass? It's super interesting. And then you have the French Open, which is a completely different yeah, discipline. Yeah. And then we have it the same in the same world, football players like, well, we have to have pristine conditions or right. you don't respect us as athletes. So that's why you have to dome it. It's not fair to make us play in the cold. Shame on you. You're right. worse than tennis players. There you go. It, people. I'm with it. Yeah, the clay is crazy because you could slide all over the place. It really is a completely uh, different game. So, all right, there you go. Uh, oh, we want to uh, good, good luck to Megan Connolly, who is giving her kidney away for no reason, really. No good reason. She, oh, actually, she lost the same game parlay. And so that's gambling. That's uh, that's what happens. <laughs> but uh, quick, uh, hopefully that goes smooth and a quick recovery. And I want to remind everyone out there, like, uh, you may feel like underdogs. That's what I want to say. But please remember, you're all my favorites. 